You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Our next guest is Marta L. Teado, President and CEO of Consumer Reports, author of Buyer Aware, Harnessing Our Consumer Power for a Safe, Fair, and Transparent Marketplace. Marta, you, your parents, and siblings left Havana, Cuba to come to the U.S. when you were still a child. How did that experience shape you later in life? Well, it certainly did, and it left a deep impression on me when you have to leave. There were six of us, and we left right after the revolution in Cuba, where we were hopeful about where the country was going, but it suddenly became a sort of autocratic surveillance state. But it really planted a seed in me to be committed to creating a place where our democratic freedoms and economic equity could coexist. It just creates in you a real reverence for the potential of democracy. But as you navigate a very new place and a new economy to start to experience some of that opportunity, you also start to see the cracks and you realize that a democracy's strength is also made greater by the economic opportunity available to all of its citizens. And that's really been a thread throughout a lot of my professional life and my public service. One of the main points of your book is the rampant abuse of online privacy and the misuse of consumer data, apps tracking us behind the scenes, selling the data to brokers. Is it possible to have an Internet that works for consumers and not against us? It is absolutely possible, and I think big tech would like us to think it isn't. We are at a watershed moment. The digital world is a new frontier, and it's full of a lot of opportunities, but there's also a lot of consumer harm and problems. As you said, the tech is evolving so rapidly, but our rights when we use that tech and online aren't keeping up. And so the balance of power has really shifted away from consumers in a way that is treating us like commodities and no longer customers. And that comes with all the spying, the surveillance, our personal data. Is it safe? Who's tracking it? And then, of course, we've seen the rampant misinformation online as well. And frankly, it's being dominated by four very large companies, not a lot of competition, and virtual monopolies, every one of them. We're talking with Marta L. Tejado, President and CEO of Consumer Reports and author of Buyer Aware, Harnessing Our Consumer Power for a Safe, Fair, and Transparent Marketplace. So you call for technology in the public interest, what you call a new status quo. How do you see that happening? Well, I think the first step is awareness. I think all of us are on these platforms, using these platforms, and we don't think there's another way. I think there is a way for the burden not to be on us and to figure out how to check more privacy, how to turn something on on your device. I think these things can happen by default. You can have an internet that is more private by design. You can have it more safe by design, but we have to demand that so we can make individual choices. But I think it's also a moment for us as a collective force to really demand the kind of change we want to see. We want to see technology that works for us, not against us. And we also want to see responsible algorithms that are driving some of the things that get prioritized in our feeds and the choices and risk calculations that are made about us as consumers. Yeah, along those lines, do you believe that algorithms might have a race problem? Oh, they certainly do. And we know where that's coming from. You know, machine learning is only as good 
as the data that you pour into it. If that data carries a bias, then the outputs of those algorithms are going to predict and embed in those biases. And we know that. We know that when we've done investigations on car insurance, you think it's based on your driving record, but they're including non-driving aspects of who you are in that algorithm, like where you live. And so you see racial discrimination based on your zip code as opposed to your driving record. You end up paying more because you are black and you are not living in a neighborhood that is white. And that is the kind of the ubiquitous nature of these algorithms sort of start seeping into all kinds of transactions and things that we're trying to do as consumers, including your health care. Consumer safety has always been central to the role of consumer reports. Along those lines, you tell a story in your book about an experience with seatbelts when you were just a kid. Could you share that with us? Yes. To think back, you think seatbelts just naturally, organically became part of a standard piece of your car. And, you know, I remember a bench seat in the car and driving and my father hitting the brake and bam, I went right into the dashboard. Well, of course, that doesn't happen anymore because you're guaranteed not only a seatbelt, but a backup camera. What we know now, though, is on the technological front, we have so much technology that is saving lives. And we have enough data now to be able to say that with authority. But forward collision warning, pedestrian warning, lane changing safety mechanisms, those are still not standard in every new car. They're considered luxury items. And so we're on this frontier where now we're fighting again to make sure that life-saving technologies are standard in every car, not just a luxury item. What are some misconceptions about the safety testing that Consumer Reports does? Well, what we have always been is cleaving to the science and the methodology and ensuring the objectivity and comparative testing so that you as a consumer have trustworthy information. And our independence really is grounded in the fact that we are a nonprofit. We are completely powered by the donations and the memberships of our consumers and that we buy all the products that we test and we don't and never have taken any advertising. So you can be sure that when you come to CR.org and you want to do some shopping, you're not going to be hit with pop-up ads. You're just going to be getting the straight up science and facts from an independent source. Consumer Reports has been around for, I think, 85 years, something like that. So it's probably touched almost every American, certainly of a certain age. You must hear some great stories about people who maybe had life-saving experiences thanks to Consumer Reports. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just wondered if you, you have any of those stories to share. We have a lot of stories, and I'm also always really taken by folks who share those stories with us. And it's always great to hear that. And unfortunately, a lot of the meetings that I have with parents all too often come from products that have surfaced in the marketplace where you assume that they have been tested and they're safe, but they haven't. And those are the stories that really stay with me is when we are able to, for example, you don't think about this, but you bring furniture into your home and the physics of that furniture are such that a child opening a drawer, it falls on them. And we've seen too many fatalities. But just this week, we were able to pass something called the Sturdy Act because we were working with those parents. So it's encouraging to go on that journey with parents, but also see that you can really make a difference. 
There seems to be a lot of fraud in the consumer marketplace, maybe more than there ever was, where they, they use fake reviews and all sorts of things like that. What can a consumer do to avoid getting fooled by that stuff? Well, one of the chapters of the book, I just try to provide really, really sound tips and advice that you can do. And just to, again, raise that awareness about what does a fake review look like? What are the things you look for? Beware of following the advice of these so-called online influencers, because more often than not, they're being paid to sell something. And when you go on a website and you do a search, unfortunately, the initial returns that you get on that search are what paid for your ability to search, right? So you've got to scroll down and make sure you see that little AD in the box that says that's an ad, not a search that you can trust. We've also seen on Amazon, the hijacking of good reviews where they basically pick up good reviews from one product and hijack it into another product. There are ways of telling and looking for those signs when you're on that platform. It's a buyer beware situation. I guess it always has been, but even more so now. It's an obstacle course is what it is, and it shouldn't be. The world shouldn't be wired for us to have this kind of trepidation and lack of transparency. And unfortunately, in the digital age, we're seeing more and more of that, which is why we really are on the edge of trying to empower consumers with the day-to-day knowledge they need but also reach out and try to be a collective force for the kind of change and seeing a world where you know that that mortgage is fair and isn't going to get you into debt. You know that the car you're driving is safe because it has those standard features and that the internet is not spying on you at every turn. So I invite everyone to come to CR.org and look at some of the tools that we have for you and think about the kind of community that you want to be a part of to move some of this forward. Marta L. Teado, President and CEO of Consumer Reports and author of the book Buyer Aware, Harnessing Our Consumer Power for a Safe, Fair, and Transparent Marketplace. Marta, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Chris. It was really a pleasure. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.